Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Connor Nolan's appearance in the zone is brought to you by Allstate Insurance with agent John Mark Goings. Another two-strike pitch, and that one's cut on a missed. That's back-to-back case now from Nolan. John Mark Goings Allstate in Jacksonville and Cabot can take care of your home, auto, RV, boat, life, and commercial insurance. Great inning by Connor Nolan. How about that? One, two, three. Outstanding. Are you in good hands? Well, let's bring him in for the second week. Connor Nolan joining us in the zone on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Connor, welcome back. How are things down in Texas? Yeah, thanks for having me. It's uh, going good down here. Got a little workout in, and uh, everybody's getting ready to go. Do you guys have any problems getting down there? Uh, It was a little questionable at first. Obviously, the roads aren't too good. The roads all went down in Texas, so they kind of cleared up. We got closer to Austin. Oh, you guys drove? Yes. Yeah, Hmm. we bust down here. Okay. Did not realize that. All right. Uh, well, let's go back to last weekend before we preview what's coming up this weekend. Illinois State and uh, no decision for you in the opener. Bats a little, you know, slow starting, I guess, for the season. Got going as the weekend went on. But how would you assess your five innings on Friday last week? I thought it, was, it went well. Obviously, the first inning wasn't ideal. But it's good to battle some adversity early and uh, be able to settle into the game. Felt like I got stuff going in the, in the second and continued that through the fifth. We had um, Bubba Carpenter on Monday, and we were talking about the balk. And he said, you got to ask Connor Nolan about the balk and, and let him give you the explanation for what happened. So, Connor, what happened with the balk? I, I can't remember the last time I balked, but uh, new rules that got put into place so you have to step off and make an athletic move or a baseball play to uh, reset the clock or else it'll be a ball. So my, my thinking in the time was I'm going to – uh, make a slow kickoff move to first base and lob it over there uh, to reset the clock to get new signs. And obviously, uh, no one was home and ended in the box. So obviously, that's a mental mistake that I just have to clean up and uh, give up a run there. I can just take a, a ball next time and step off and make that situation a little better. He also went on to complain about the pitch clock generally, and I, I agree. I think it's kind of stupid. Uh, how much does that impact your thinking or enter your mind when you're working? It doesn't really normally. I'm a. I like to work fast anyway. So typically, I'm not too uh, focused on the pitch clock. I think for some guys that are moving more slow and want to, you know, slow down the pace, I think it could uh, add problems to their game. But um, I think it's definitely something that it, it stays in the back of your mind, but it shouldn't be a focal point for anybody. You said going in last weekend, sorry Wes. Uh, they had five pitches that you felt pretty good about. How, did you use everything last weekend? I mean, did you were you able to get everything in? Uh, I didn't really. Uh, you got narrowed down to, you know, just using a fast one per ball, and mainly just um, how the game was going. But um, you know, I, I use those pitches well, and I feel like if I can use three out of the five or uh, have three of those going, I'll be in a good spot. But hoping to be able to use more this weekend. The weather wasn't ideal last weekend for your first start, and it's not going to be ideal tomorrow for your next start. How do you feel about pitching in cold weather? I'm fine with it. Obviously, I've been around uh, terrible weather before. Obviously, it's not ideal for baseball, but it is what it is. And you know, in any sport you play, you're going to run into stuff like that. We've played some. I've played some football games where it's you know snowing, sleeting, stuff like that. So I think I've been prepared for this. Yeah, I think I would rather be a pitcher in these conditions than a hitter, right? 
I mean, to me, you've got the advantage. I think so. I think the pitchers really gain something. I mean, you have chalk. You have all these other, um, you know, uses to get a grip. They only have pine tar on their bats, and, uh, you know, the bats are cold. So I think the pitcher definitely gains an advantage. Oh, man. Catching a pitch wrong with a bat mm. on a cold day, miserable. <laughs> miserable. <laughs> Not fun. Talking to Connor Nolan on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, brought to you by John Mark Goings Allstate. Uh, one of the guys we talked about with you last week was Hagen Smith, and he went out and had a pretty darn good outing in the second day. How, how would you assess his first college start? I think it went really well. Obviously, you saw what he can do. and um, I was a freshman to come out there with, on a day two of a game. We lost, we lost the first game, and he come out, and there's a lot of pressure on. He, he didn't look like he was nervous or anything like that, so uh, props to him for being ready for the big moment, and you know he performed well. Um, I still remember the last time a freshman went out there and uh, you know dominated like that. Coach said it could be uh, windy tomorrow, with the wind blowing straight in out of the north. When you're a pitcher, do, does that change anything you do, knowing you've got that wind uh, right behind you, and it's also uh, right into the face of the batter? I think so. I think you have to take into that uh, that effect that it can have on the ball. Obviously, anything in the air is going to have a tough time uh, going deep. So if you can, if you're a guy that lives on the top of the zone, you might take advantage of that more. But um, you know, it just just depends on how the pitcher pitches and obviously individual cases throughout the game. We're working on the assumption that you'll be pitching against Indiana. Is that the plan? Yes. What can you tell us about the Hoosiers? Uh, I think they're really talented. Obviously, they played Clemson last week, and um, they had a rough go at it. But they're a talented team, a lot of um, solid hitters, some older guys, and a good mix of uh, younger guys. So I think they're going to bring a lot to the table and give us a good challenge. What about your hitters? Because we keep hearing, and and Coach Van Horn even said, that you you guys are going to score a lot of runs. The lineup is stacked. Last weekend, we didn't see it. What what did you see from your hitters? Uh, I think – like anything, it takes a little bit of time to get used to the batting lineup and guys in different spots and knowing your role in the game. You know, I think they'll uh, settle in nicely. I mean, they have a lot of a lot of talent, too many uh, weapons, uh, not to score a lot of runs. So, I think once they click together and figure out who they are as a uh, as a lineup as a team, uh, I think it'll, it'll start to produce numbers. So when you go on these road trips, you know, y- y'all are going to be going. Y'all were there, I saw yesterday, working out, throwing a, the ball around in the outfield. So you're there, I guess, Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. What are y'all doing besides playing baseball? What else goes on? Uh, I mean, there's not much to, to do in the hotel. I mean, obviously, uh, some guys like to bring their Xboxes, PlayStations, anything like that. And then uh, we get to go out and eat uh, on our own. So that's kind of the nice thing that uh, adds some team bonding, all that. You know, we, we have some fun. We go eat dinners, and I just hang out with the guys. What do you do during games when you're not pitching? I mean, there's a lot of stuff, dude. <laughs> it's a tough question. I On Sundays, I chart, uh, so I have to keep the chart for uh, everybody that throws, and then Saturdays kind of just, I'll uh, either help try to pick pitches or, you know, get a guy that's like, um, you know, try to find timing for our guys basically for pitchers and try to help out in any way I can. And then what, what's your throwing schedule on off days when you're not pitching? Uh, normally I throw, I'll take a day off uh, after, I, after I pitch. Um, that's kind of just on a Saturday, and then I'll 
work out on Sunday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, I'll work out and then I'll throw every day until uh, the next start. So I only really have one off day of throwing. How does your arm feel on Saturday, the day or the day after throwing, you know, six, seven, eight innings? Uh, I mean, it doesn't feel too good on Saturdays. I'm more of a two-day sore guy, so Sunday's kind of my rough day where a lot of lack you guys to build up and uh, that soreness tries to move in. But we do a good job with working out and trying to move all that out, you know, flush, and uh, it's never too bad. And then Sunday when you're charting, what exactly are you writing down? Uh, charting is just trying to get an idea of how to pitch guys. You know, obviously we're writing down fastball, curveball, whatever, whatever they're throwing in the game to try to get sequences against uh, the other team. So it's kind of good for review. Obviously, I already throw, so it's not like I'm going back and looking through those again. But uh, for our Saturday and Sunday guys, when they're starting on Friday, Saturday, uh, it gives them an idea of how to attack hitters. Hmm. So when you're charting, you're charting your pitchers or their pitchers? Our pitchers. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Connor, when you uh, you start to think about SEC play, what is it? You get three weeks of non-conference, and then you, you get the SEC play coming. They're trying to build your arms up. And I saw this week where or it seemed like to me that Coach Van Horn let his starters go a little deeper or throw more pitches than I've seen in recent years. Was that was that the case? Did that Was I right on that? I think so. I mean, I think they let us go pretty good. We've had a good build-up here uh, in, the, in the spring and had time to get our arms ready, so I think we are more prepared than we have been uh, before. And then, obviously, in the best case scenario, when your starters get, the, get taken out of the game at the end of an inning, you can hit your pitch counts and uh, go deeper in games. Connor, I was listening to national radio last night, and they were talking about the, you know, the the problems going on with Major League Baseball and the the strike, and then the, they're trying to compromise and meet. And spring trainings, you know, right, being missed or going to be missed. Are you missing Major League Baseball? Do you are you upset with what's going on with Major League Baseball? I've never been the biggest fan of Major League Baseball or watching it, so I can't say that I'm too involved in the process. I've always been an NFL and uh, NFL-only kind of guy, but uh, I mean, I'd like to have baseball on, and obviously postseason baseball is some of the most exciting uh, sporting events uh, during the year, so I'd, I'd like to see it. Connor's like a lot of us. We're not missing it yet. <laughs> I tell you what, or, my or hope ever. is, my hope is, if this strike continues, ESPN needs some filler, and they turn to college baseball and put more, even more college baseball games on to fill that, that void that's being missed by Major League Baseball because I think that would be a way for the country, the rest of the country, to realize what a great product college baseball is and that would help the, the just the, the growth of the sport even more. Yeah, I think so too. I think there's a lot of opportunity there for them to jump in and fill that void that they're going to have if everything continues as it is. So. You know, uh, that's something to look at, and I think that ESPN is going to have a real tough time saying no to that. Uh, what's your uh, what's your goal for Friday? I mean, what are you wanting to get accomplished uh, this week? My thing is I just want to, you know, execute all five pitches during the game, and I think if I do that and have a good mix, I'll uh, be able to take it deep in the game and give us a chance to win. I think the biggest thing for starters is just getting deep into a game, you know, sixth, seventh inning, and hand it off to somebody to finish it out. I realize you're only in game four, but uh, obviously the World Series we talked about on the first time you were on. Did you watch any of that last year? Uh, I watched a little bit, not much. I mean, I I was pretty locked in on 
just working out and stuff in the off season. So mm-hmm. I can't say that I was too, uh, too locked in on it. Gotcha. Well, it wouldn't be bad to have two SEC teams in the final again. It'd just be nice if Arkansas was one of them. So, I, I agree. <laughs> we'll, we'll root for that. Hey, today, uh, before we let you go, we're asking, and I, and I won't ask you to give me a name, but we're asking like which uh, player over the years in the SEC that uh, our listeners hate the most. Uh, Castleton kind of drew the ire of some of the fans, and apparently a couple of the players the other day, too, and Debo basically had to put him in his place the other night, which was great. Um, is there a team that you most look forward to or a team that's kind of gotten under your skin over the years at all? Uh, I don't know if there's a team that gets under my skin. I think I like how everybody's chirpy, and I think that brings an edge to the game. But I think everybody knows that we like to play Ole Miss, and Ole Miss likes to play us. It brings a lot of fans in, a lot of attention, and uh, that's kind of the game that everybody's looking forward to. Well, man, good luck this weekend. Thanks so much for the time. We'll catch you next uh, next week. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. All right, Connor. Thank you.